and welcome to the Relationship Smart Women podcast. This is a podcast to help us explore how to be smarter in our relationships, how to be more aware, more reflective, clearer on our worth, and feel more like our true selves in these intimate, tricky bonds that we call relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Matheson, and my book, The Beauty Load, will be out from the 20th of May, 2022, and you'll be able to get that from any bookstore. If you enjoy this podcast, I would appreciate it so much if you could leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend if you think it would benefit them. But for now, let's get started on today's episode. The Beauty Load by Nicole Matheson. The Beauty Load was conceived and written on Yugra and Turbul lands. I acknowledge and respect the traditional custodians of the land and waters on which I live and work. Beauty is truth. Truth, beauty. That is all ye know on earth and all ye need to know. Ode on a Grecian Urn, 1820, John Keats. Introduction. Have you ever felt insecure about how you look? Have you ever thought that you had to change or fix the way you looked in order to be loved? If you are a woman, then I am imagining, due to the world around you, that you are replying yes to these questions. This book is written for you and every other woman like you who has ever felt inadequate due to the way she looks. As you may have guessed, my own answer to those questions, as the author of a book called The Beauty Load, is yes, yes, a resounding yes. And if you're anything like me, the notion of beauty, or the perceived lack of it, may make you feel unworthy. Sometimes it may even have the power to make you feel like you don't belong or at worst, like you are not worthy of being loved. It is not uncommon for women to feel insecure about how they look. Think about all the women you know, and I'm sure you will agree. Some of us may have gone to post a filter-free selfie, but then felt disgusted by our face. Some of us may have felt like we can't leave the house without makeup on or like we had to cover ourselves up during sex because we felt scared to be truly seen. Others among us may even have gone so far as to opt out of life, not going to the party, not speaking out about what's important to us, not going for the job opportunity, saying no to fun adventures, the beach, or a relationship possibility, all because we didn't feel confident in the way we looked. If you can relate, let me introduce you to something that I call the beauty load, a cultural and societal pressure that makes us look at others in comparison and feel like we're not good enough. The beauty load is an invisible load of tension 
an almost constant undercurrent of worry about how we are perceived or sense of lack relating to how we look. It's a feeling that ebbs and flows through different phases and contexts of our lives, but in one way or another always seems to be sitting on our shoulders, taking up precious space in our mind and in our life that would be best used for, well, literally anything else. Just like that mental load we carry around with us about what needs to be done at work, with the kids and around the house, the beauty load burdens us with yet more unending things to think about. Only this time, it's about our face, our hair, our clothes, our body, our beauty. Do I have the right clothes to wear to the event? Am I going to look fat in the photos? Should I wear heels so I look a little taller or go with the comfy flats even though I know I'll feel dumpy? What will they think of me looking like this? Is my boyfriend looking at that beautiful woman? We have these and many other questions circulating in our heads all the freaking time. Always wondering if we are beautiful enough has the power to make us feel anxious and to take away our self-worth, which sounds kind of ridiculous when you say it out loud. If we are completely honest with ourselves, and that is what I'll ask you to be as you read this book, these thoughts have been circulating in our heads for most of our lives and creating all kinds of internal havoc that have stopped us from living our lives as fully as possible. As we'll explore, the beauty load comes from many places and is ever-present in our lives, and yet it is so insidious and ingrained in our culture and in our thinking that many women don't even realise that they are being negatively impacted by it. Instead, they believe that what they are feeling is due to their own faults and imperfections. The beauty load feels personal. I can imagine that you might turn to the author photo of me at about this point. If you haven't done it already, you might want to check out my beauty credentials and see where I fit on the ideal beauty hierarchy. Maybe you will look at the way I look and think, what would she know about the struggles of not looking beautiful? She's tall, slim and white. She's not got a clue. Or maybe you will think, I get it. Being a freckle-faced redhead with a flat chest must have offered her a few body image challenges. Maybe you will look and think, she looks like the kind of woman I can trust. Or maybe you'll think the opposite. All of this is okay. All of this is normal. All of this is the beauty load. Part of the beauty load is the very natural instinct of judging what we see at face value an important way we keep ourselves safe. But another part, and the part that I am suggesting is a problem, is the comparison and judgment that the beauty load encourages. This part makes us judgmental and critical of others, and more detrimentally, ourselves. And the point of this book is not about whether you and I are at different places on the beauty ideal hierarchy. The point is, that we both, we 
all feel the beauty load because of the way our culture has conditioned us. The beauty load is subtle yet pervasive. You may not know that it is weighing heavily on your shoulders until you get away from it. For me, this occurs when I take a camping trip into the wilderness. For you, it may be different. Perhaps when you spend time alone or in the company of someone with whom you know you are safe to be truly yourself. If, like me, you have the inclination to get out into the wild, you will find yourself communing only with nature. The trees, the campfire, some trusted friends and stars above. And here, your whole system can relax. You can breathe and feel your body from the inside rather than perceive it from the way it looks on the outside. For a moment, you feel the delicious lightness of being free from the beauty load. In the wilderness, you are one with nature and it inescapably draws you back into being one with your nature, with you, the you that I call the self, that is a functioning, whole, big-hearted being filled with the life, feelings and desires that make you, you. Without the influence of culture and the media telling you that you should be something else, and without a mirror to provoke your own judgmental parts, you can sit in the peaceful understanding that there is nothing not enough about you. You feel different, better about yourself. In nature, this is your normal. But then, inevitably, you come back to real life, to society, work, community, and exposure to the culture. The images, the comparison, and the beauty load is there waiting for you to climb back in under its weighted canopy, where you are comfortable and familiar, albeit burdened. In the warped, beauty-obsessed, marketing-fueled society that we live in, feeling the beauty load is normal. Thinking we are faulty and our bodies are the problem is how we adapt successfully to living in this culture. The culture is flawed. The beauty load and the way it makes us feel is its legacy. Pause for a moment and reflect. Do you feel different when you are in nature? If not, what are the conditions that help you escape the burden of the beauty load? While the world creates the conditions for the beauty load within us, the good news, if there is any, is that you are not alone. You and your body are not the problem and there is relief available for us. To feel relief from the impacts of the beauty load, we need to really see the realities of its impact on ourselves personally and as a culture. This book aims to first expose the negativity and personal impact of the beauty load and then light the way to easing it by pointing you back to your own values and capacity for self-compassion. The key here is that in order to better deal with the beauty load, 
we need to first acknowledge this invisible, constant pressure that we carry and see it as separate from the way we see ourselves. Feeling the beauty load is understandable. It makes sense that we have this negativity and that we are really worried about fitting in because in our society, fitting in really bloody matters. When we offer ourselves and others compassion instead of criticism and judgment, the fear softens and we can start to really change our inner culture, which is the first step towards changing the culture of the world that created the beauty load in the first place. Being open and honest about the beauty load will help ease the pressure on us and its hold over us because when we keep it to ourselves, the beauty load feels shamefully personal. It is not. We all feel it. No matter how much we are perceived to align with the agreed-upon beauty ideals of the day, When we think that our sense of inadequacy is personal, i.e. a result of our own particular beauty flaws and faults, then we keep the struggle to ourselves. We are compelled to fix and change ourselves externally and we feel our self-worth and our value clinging to the surface fix or dwindling away. The more we scroll through social media and have airbrushed grabs of perfect lives and bodies to compare ourselves against, the more we are going to feel it. My aim is for you to know, and I will repeat this many times throughout this book, that you feeling insecure about your looks is not a reflection of your particular looks, but of the culture you have been raised in. This book aims to raise awareness of the personal, emotional and psychological toll that the beauty load takes on us. It also examines the connection between the beauty load and our intimate relationships. How does our struggle to hold ourselves and our bodies as valuable affect our dating lives and intimate relationships? And lastly, this book offers some ideas about how to lessen the weight of the beauty load for you and those around you. Before we get into it, it's important to note that I write this book from a heterosexual, cisgender, female perspective, as that is my experience as well as the experience of many of my clients, and thus it's what I feel able to write about with expertise. But the beauty load is not limited to heterosexual, cis women. In fact, the beauty load gets harder the further from the agreed-upon and idealised cultural beauty norm you are. The negative impact of the beauty load does not discriminate, and this book is relevant, no matter your sex, gender or orientation. However, the way you experience the load will vary depending on your influences, culture and experiences. To explore the impact of the beauty load and how to ease it, this book is divided into three parts. First, what is the beauty load and where does it come from? In part one of this book, we will get clear on what the beauty load is, 
the myths and beliefs about beauty that we have been burdened with and where the load comes from. You will see the beauty load in all its self-esteem stealing nastiness and as a result you will hopefully feel less burdened by the heavy weight of it. Secondly, what is the beauty load doing to us? In part two, we will look at all the ways the beauty load is making us feel less than. The ego control, the lack of confidence, the warped perception of ourselves that make us feel like we need to hide, buy more or fix ourselves. First, we will explore the effect it is having on us internally and then we will explore how it is affecting our intimate relationships and dating lives. Thirdly, how we can get out from under it. In part three, we will look at what we can do about the beauty load. I will share with you how I got out from under the load in relation to my small breasts, and I will share some of the approaches that have worked for my clients. And I will share a compassion-based approach that you can use with the beauty load that will have more long-lasting impacts than simply trying to love your body more.